Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. Our guest today is Nele Kluver. Nele is a Gallup certified strength coach and works with individuals and teams to find, explore and use their strengths to find meaningful work and live a fulfilled life. She's a consultant by profession, a marketing professional by training and a mentor at heart. And after taking a leap of faith and leaving the management consulting world behind, she's now the co-founder of the Women's Hub Zuri. Welcome Nele. Nele, we are delighted to have you on our podcast today and especially so because I know a lot about who you are is to do with getting out of a box and already I feel excited by that. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor uh, to be here and be on our podcast. So like I wanted to ask you, what has been your journey to getting out of that box? We'd love to hear anything on that that you want to share with us. Yes, uh, sure. I'm happy to. And I I do have to start explaining a bit what this box is all about. So I guess when I look back at my life and where I'm coming from, I always would describe it as pretty straightforward. So uh, lovely childhood in the north of Germany, growing up at the beach, did my high school there, uh, decided somehow that I wanted to study business administration, went to a top university in Switzerland, really was thriving there, got good grades, and it it all came easy to me somehow. School, university, always felt, you know, I'm at the right place. And then out of that, and I guess that's already where, yeah, there there are certain expectations or you you get to know certain ways of how a life should look like once you, you are on that path, right? And for me, it was being at a business university that was all about, okay, how, what kind of career is it consulting or banking or <laughs> where in which corporate will I go and, and how will my career look like? And that's what I did. So I went into the management consulting uh, world and uh, actually worked eight years as a consultant. And I guess that is when you refer to a box, what I now in retrospect would describe as my box. It's, it's a way of seeing your life as something that is has a certain structure to it, certain expectations, a certain definition of success that you refer to. And eventually, and I guess that started maybe, I don't know, four or five years ago, it started to feel that the box was a bit limiting, that maybe if you, you know, my, my arm on the left would look out, uh, look a bit out or didn't fit quite in anymore. And yeah, that is where basically the process started of really questioning if the journey I had done so far was really something that I for me wanted and really wanted um, deep inside and that was true to me or if it was something that was informed by so many external belief and expectations um, somehow. It's very interesting Nele and I'm also curious it's like what was the tipping point of you breaking out of that box? 
It's interesting. I get asked that question quite a lot. And I always say it's a few things coming together. Of course, I think one big part was I became a mom. And I think becoming a mom and going on to that, yeah, this maternity leave is like a natural way of taking a step back from the life you so far lived and have a little bit of an outside view, getting out of this bubble that you have been involved in or that I had involved in that time that that lives a certain form of values that you adopt for yourself, right? And then you step, take a step back and all of a sudden, yeah, life continues, even though you're not in the firm anymore. You're not, you don't know what's going on. I guess it's, you form a little bit of your own identity again, an identity that might have been attached quite a lot to your employer because this is where you spend most of your waking time. So yeah, there was something around questioning what is really important to me? What do I want to do with the time I don't spend with my child? What is the impact I want to have? What is the role model I would like to be for my daughter? So that was certainly one thing. And I also in that time then got introduced to strengths coaching. So really kind of looking into what are my inherent strengths. And I got a coach and I worked with him on really, yeah, again, taking that step back and just not thinking about my skills and what I learned, but really what is inherent to me. And I, through that assessment and that coaching, I figured out there are some unique characteristics I have that came so natural to me that I never saw it as something that I could play to, that could define me as a person. And building on that strength, I decided that, yeah, I think the role I was in was too limited or was some of my strengths played to that, but not enough for me to, to have the feeling that I'm really, yeah, that it's really a fulfilling, a fulfilling role and a fulfilling path for me. Wow, what a realization. <laughs> So yeah, super interested in your strengths, because when you spoke to that, something started to tingle in me. I was thinking, gosh, I want to know more about these strengths. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for asking. So I do, I always love to, it's my favorite quote by now, and I only came across that um, kind of during the last year, ascribed to Albert Einstein, but I looked it up and they are not sure. But it goes like that. If you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life feeling stupid. And I think that was basically what strength is for me. It's really about understanding, are you a monkey or a fish? And yeah, for the longest time, I think I, I felt I have to climb that tree. That is, you know, the career, the success that comes with this being, you know, the, the performance, the perfection. And just noticing that there are other elements you can be in or play with and to realize, okay, I'm a fish and I do better in water. So my strengths profile, so it's the Gallup Clifton strengths for any, everyone who's interested in looking that up. So my strengths profile, I always saw it as like there are two things to hand it. On the one hand side, I do have in my top five strengths, I have the strengths I needed as a consultant. So there's the achiever, so high performance, and there's the strategic thinking uh, theme that I have very strong. But then I also have empathy relator and individualization so very strong interpersonal strength and of course those strengths I could use in in my consulting world to have good relationship with my clients and so on but it was something that I did naturally but it was not 
something that was valued in the system I was in, right? So in that world, in the consulting world, for me, it's about skills and performance and less about strengths and personality. So being seen for your performance and your skills and what you've learned, the experience you gathered, but less about the inherent strengths and the personality that people see you for. I love how you have both of those sides, you know, the <laughs> rational and the emotional. I'm secretly a little bit jealous because I've been <laughs> way more towards the emotional. And I always think it's lovely when you have both. Yeah. And I'm curious, like, where are you in that kind of balance right now? Do you tend towards one side or the other? Like, how do you experience yourself? I think for me, it's actually... I'm exploring more and more on the more emotional side and, and really the, the interpersonal side due to two things. So I'm involved with a community called the Women's Hub. And in that, it's all about connection. It's all about bringing women together, supporting each other, rise by lifting others, sisterhood. So there, all that comes in. And it's really something that I feel for the first time that I really play to that strengths, that it's really something that informed me and, and make me really put my energy into that. And then on the other side, I did started a coaching training myself. So I am a certified Gallup Strengths coach by now. So because it was just, you know, very eye opening for me, the whole process. So I do want to work with others to do that. And also now doing the, the CTI, the coactive coaching training. Because I do feel that, yeah, that was one of the outcomes from looking at my strengths assessment is that this comes easy to me in the sense that, that it feels natural is something that gives me energy to work with people on one-on-one -on -one to yeah, create deep connection, to create these safe spaces for people to explore themselves. What are their wishes and values and beliefs that they want to follow going forward? It's amazing that it seems like you have found your ocean. And you're spending it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm curious. Yes, I have found my ocean. I found my strength. I know finally I'm a fish. And how do you access this strength? I think, the, well, the first step is just creating awareness and actually also just having words <laughs> to express them. And I think that's also what we are doing in the, in the strengths coaching is really about claiming those strengths for you, making sure you understand that, you know, those strengths it's a filter you have that how you think, how you feel, how you behave. It's normally through your like five to 10 dominant strength. And I experience now, so for example, within the Women's Hub with all the kind of core team members I'm working with, we are all doing the strength assessment and then kind of putting that together just to create transparency around the fact how does the other person take what is important to them? Why are they acting in that way and not in that way? What one person who might be super detail focused, that's why they always point out the mistake in the, in the writing. Um, I think just by creating that transparency and then, you know, in a, in a normal discussion, we would say, oh, that's your maximizer coming out. It just helps so much to create understanding also in a team to make sure, yeah, we can play to our strengths. We don't feel we are put inside a box that we can't fill or that is against our nature. So that is, I think, the most important one for me. And I also, like when I was coached on my strengths, it was about a lot about exercises to deepening that understanding how this really informs how you behave every day. And I even had my husband do a strengths <laughs> assessment because um, it helps so much in the communication between people and, and the understanding of each other. Oh, I'm loving how you brought your family into this journey with <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my daughter is too young. Otherwise, I would totally do one for her as well. But maybe you're already noticing. That's her strength. 
exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like one, once you have these glasses on of a, of a strength coach, I think you can not take them off anymore. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say about the glasses thing, because what was coming to me when you were speaking is curiosity and observation and kind of seeing things a little closer, but from afar at the same time, like what drives that observation in you? It's interesting that I think just yesterday, my partner in the women's hub, she, she told me the, she always feels I've, I'm a little bit like an eagle, like I, I can detach myself from the situation and go up and kind of have a bit of this meta view. And I feel it's, it's interesting because empathy, which is my number one strength, on the one hand is this, you can really feel the other person's feeling and put yourself in their shoes. So there is something about being very close and connected. But it's also that you can, when you go up, basically see from the top, you can you can understand all the different perspectives of different people. The other strengths I have, which is individualization, which is kind of a little bit of a more complex theme, but it's, individualization is all about knowing that every person on this earth is unique rather than generalizing people into groups or making assumptions and so on. And I think com those two combined really makes me somewhat of an observer but just on a very individual level to see people for who they really are in a sense that there's no I don't come with any prejudgment or expectation how someone is because I don't know I, I read their cv or I saw them their instagram profile it's always kind of a blank sheet of getting to know someone from the start that's amazing well I, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> I'm also curious about like what situations do you find it difficult to access your strength in because you know that's that's the bit that I think is also interesting for our listeners how yeah. you get there when you don't you know when it's difficult to be honest I mean it, it sounds probably quite easy how I tell about you know kind of yeah and if you know your strengths you just play to them and that's it but if I, I do have my inner critics that pop up everywhere and there is still something about perfection not putting anything out that I don't feel is perfect there's something about thinking who am I to tell other people what to do um, you know they all know it better I don't have that much experience so I think all these voices in our heads that were also in my head that constantly tell you that you're smaller than you really are I think that is really where where I struggle then to refocus on, no, this is what I'm really good at. I think especially in times where, and I'm now, you know, being part of the Women's Hub and, and bringing that concept to Switzerland, I'm really out, I'm trying to be out there. I'm trying to be visible on social media, but it also brings that you see a lot of other things and there's comparison going on in my head all the time. And thriving for perfection always means you compare yourself to the to the best in whatever you are trying to achieve with where you normally always come come short and just to not then just give up and say well what are we <laughs> trying to do here what am i trying to do are there are others out there who you know have done it so much better and have more experience and then really say no i think there is something you you need and i think that that is really why I love this concept of, of, of the strengths finder because it is a unique combination of strengths. Like, I, I don't know the exact number, but one in 34 million or something has the, top, the same top 10 than you have, right? So 
there is something about knowing that that particular combination is unique to you. And if you play with that, then you can bring something to people that that is different from how other do is. And I think especially in a field like coaching, where everyone can basically say they are a coach, to know in you that you might be a life coach and 10,000 other people might also be a life coach, but what you bring and how you approach is, is unique. And some people are really looking for that. Some don't, but that's okay. Yeah, being, I guess, more distinctive about knowing what, what you're good at and, and that there's yeah, a need for that out there anyways. <laughs> oh, that so is. <laughs> and it feels to me in speaking to you, like there's a real integration in you. I just feel this sense of real whole presence and everything being together in the most unique of ways thank you that's a that's a nice reflection to get yeah mm. i'm curious as well like what, what's next for you Nele? i think on my personal journey it's really making sure i continue to incorporate what i'm trying to do what I'm the impact I'm trying to have into more of the things I do so for me it's really about creating these safe spaces so really allowing people to connect on a deeper level to allowing people to be vulnerable um, in a space where they know there's no judgment they can show up as their self they can show up not knowing uh, where their past will take them and you know that can be in coaching but that for example is also the thing we are trying to create in the women's hub that the women can come there and be a, they can be still in a corporate role and just be upset with where they are at the moment and just trying to get inspiration or they can already have their own business but are stuck in I don't know scaling it or something so no matter where you are on their journey you can come as you are basically and there's no expectation towards you you can just show up and be there and I feel that for me, just making sure that I try to incorporate that in everything I do is important to me because I just see now so often the magic that happens, even on a small scale, when you drop your mask in, you know, in Corona times, that's more relevant than ever. But when you show up as yourself and, you know, I had examples where I met previous consulting clients of mine where Previously, the lunch meetings were all about, oh, what project are you on? Are you, you know, and everyone is like finding excuses why they're happy in their job. Yeah, the project is really hard, but I learn a lot and I get really good exposure to my boss and so on. And then all of a sudden, when you show up with like, so when I quit my job and I didn't have an, a new one and I was basically on a sabbatical or unemployed, others would say, then to go there and say, you know, I don't know what's next for me. I'm figuring that out. I'm taking the time to do self-reflection and that's okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, the other person is like, oh my God, I should do that as well. I really, I don't know. I've been in this job for 10 years. And I think just allowing that space to happen where people can be honest with themselves that they didn't prioritize their needs over the last years or, or their wishes. Yeah, it's the first trigger for them to change something to the better. I think that's really what I'm hoping to do. And yet with the Women's Hub itself, I think there for us, it's really about 
making sure more women can experience that. So it's a concept that was born in Germany. We're bringing it now to Switzerland. We are talking to women in Austria. So in Switzerland, it's actually the first time we do it English speaking. So that again, opens up new opportunities. We are now because of the COVID situation, uh, switching a lot to virtual events. And all of a sudden you have a woman who dials in from the US and from Dubai and the UK. And so that's just a very good feeling but of course you know there's there's so much potential <laughs> we just want to really yeah get, just get more women to to experience that uh, safe space and that connection you can get and how lucky they are to be in that safe space I'm saying a big yay to all of that <laughs> those women and um, yeah. also like having this uh, feeling of just how you're actually helping people to connect in with their inner voice and take that time to listen you know what do I really want here (laughs) if I don't go down the straight and narrow and do whatever expected of me in this life what then who am I then and I love that kind of bigger identity question that you're opening up for women I quit my job to do that right and I'm not saying that is the only option you have but what I really feel strongly about it needs room and you know it can be something you make while being in your corporate job or in whatever you are currently doing but yeah it needs room I also think it needs some form of community to hold you to you know guide you to even challenge you but and that was something that that was so clear for me to also show you kind of where are your strengths or that you might not be able to see yourself or point you to opportunities that you are not aware of. Um, I mean, this is how I got to to be part of the Women's Hub because a friend of mine had the founders in his podcast and he said, oh, you have to meet them. Right. So I think just trying to do it all alone is really hard. And because it's also scary some people might not understand why you all of a sudden change your successful high paying job career outlook to do something where you don't know you know if that will be successful in a successful in a, in the traditional sense right so it's good to already from the start build a little bit of a community around it to hold you yeah <laughs> and what a flourishing community that sounds like it is And we are so grateful for you coming on our show and speaking to all of this stuff in that empowering way. So thank you so much for being on our show today, Nelly. Um, (laughs) Well, it's a pleasure. It's really nice to share that. But you don't get to go that quickly. No, no, no. (laughs) It's time for the wildfire round. You get two choices. You just have to do whatever comes instinctively. You up for this? Yes, of course. Hit me. (laughs) Winter? Or summer? Winter. Mm. You're a skier, right? Yes, I'm a cross-country skier. Heart or mind? Um, I will go for the heart now. <laughs> I might have gone for mind two years ago. <laughs> There's the shift. New York or Basel? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'll go with Basel. I think, yeah, this, this business of it. <laughs> You can't be close to my heart. (laughs) Cuddles or tickles? Cuddles. Something I'm trying to teach uh, to teach my daughter to cuddle more. (laughs) Oh, for our last question: Brad Pitt or Bart Simpson? I have to go for Brad Pitt. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit of a no-brainer, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you may be pleased to know that was the wildfire round. (laughs) 
Oh, that was that was easier than than I thought. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. So inspiring to have you with us, Nele, and thank you very much for pointing everything: the power of community, the the authenticity, the breaking of the boxes, the strengths, everything. Thank you for bringing all of you here. Well, thank you for also providing that platform and getting women together to share these stories. I think that's, for me, such an important part that open and authentic stories, because I feel that we have seen over the past years a lot of success stories. And I always feel it's also a bit intimidating sometimes when you just see the success and to know that everyone is on a journey and there are always struggles and the paths are not very straight um, is so empowering for a lot of women. So thank you for providing that platform for us. It is indeed. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. <laughs>